welcome to the MHR podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Emma. How you doing, Emma? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Flying through August. Okay. How are you? Yeah, all right. How's your productivity feeling today? You know what? I've actually mm. had a pretty productive day today. You had a very productive day, Yeah. Though. Lots of meetings before this. Lots of work being done. I Would feel you? pretty okay. pretty on it, you know? Would you say you were hustling? I have a love-hate relationship with that word, really. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, because that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about hustle culture. Oh, well, that was quite yeah. timely, wasn't it? Wasn't it good? It almost oh. like we knew what we were doing. Hmm. Um, so I think it's an interesting one. Um, I wanted to talk about kind of what is our view of hustle culture, what that mm. really means, and what's the balance between kind of individuals deciding for their, you know, for their own reasons, personal reasons, <coughs> to take on a hustle coach, a culture towards work, mm -hmm. but also what is a bad culture that promotes maybe more of a toxic atmosphere or um, puts pressure on that working kind of environment, mm. uh, and how do you balance that? So things I wanted to talk about today is, uh, yeah, hustle culture versus you know, kind of negative work cultures. Mm -hmm. Um, coasting. Now, what's the opposite of hustle culture? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and um, and at what what point is that the employer's or the employee's incentive? Okay. Interesting. That, right? that is interesting. Um, because I think it's really interesting. I think my modern kind of influencer uh, influence and celebrity influence, mm -hmm. especially through social media, when you see like Hollywood stars, we won't name any names, just in case they're listening. Um, you, you know, doing that real hustle culture routine it puts a lot of pressure <coughs> on people to think that that's how I uh, can achieve success. Mm -hmm. And I think there's various things there that might contradict that as well. You know, what works for a very famous self-employed individual managing mm -hmm. their own time mm -hmm. might not work for a mem an employee of a large organization that needs to work alongside what other people need to do. So is hustle culture really the answer for everyone? Um, so uh, there's an article here, actually, that I've been reading, which is saying, you know, we're seeing the end of hustle culture and good riddance yeah. to it. You know, it's that old adage of, you know, waking up at 4 a.m., doing your emails by 5, meditation, workout, break, then you're even starting your life at work. I mean, that's fine. I, mm. I, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a very productive, healthy thing to do if you're doing it in balance and it's yeah. on your terms. Yeah, um, absolutely. But... Um, I, I've worked in places before where they've had a very hustle culture attitude towards things mm -hmm. and the skeptic in me at the time thought, well, actually, that's not, that's not your culture. That's just your approach to getting us to work reactively and at yeah. our own time and expense. Yeah. And you're building a culture on us working in our own time outside of what we've agreed because if we're all in this together hustling, we'll all get better results. Now, that's true if we're all on the same page, but if you're just doing that to exploit my time and resource... That's a different picture. You've made <coughs> you've made a really valid point there. Like you know, it's it's all well and good talking about mm. the concept of a hustle culture, mm. um, but it's it's quite another thing to enforce that. Yeah. And I think <coughs> what we've been seeing on social media is is an interesting mix of that and how it lands. Yeah. So, for example, some of the some of that you were discussing at the beginning there, you have people that are often self-employed, entrepreneurial, yeah. who will actively talk about what may seem like a crazy, crazy diary to their day yeah. of the amount of work that they do. But that's their choice. You know, that's what they've yeah. chosen to do um, and they work for themselves and that is not being dictated by yeah. a, another person or a, another company. On the flip side of that, as you've just said, I think if that's something that's being enforced 
by your company, that's a whole other story in itself yeah. because that's creating a work environment, a forcing a work environment that may not suit, you know, a lot of your employees. Yeah. And that's ultimately where contracts and agreements and expectations of your role need to be there in mm -hmm. place that's you know that's a hr thing that's what we all do and experience you know i we have a contract i know what hours i'm expected to work each week i know what the role and responsibility is that um if i feel like my work my role is growing in a great way because i'm taking on more responsibility i'm doing more hours that needs to be reflected with the you know the deal that we've arranged mm -hmm. to do um, that's a really helpful thing businesses ultimately want their employees to grow businesses want their employees to take on more responsibility mm -hmm. they want them to develop in their role <coughs> they want them to do more and more things but we it's also I think it's an employer and an employee responsibility to keep tabs on how either side of that arrangement is working for them it, yeah exactly, um, and I exactly. Think with a hustle culture I think it's very much in an individual perspective you know you might have a company that's led by people who want that hustle culture yeah. and that's how they work but we we have to be very mindful that other people work in different ways or have different expectations about what they want to achieve or what is fair for them in their deal so it's a personal choice, right? If yeah. you're working for a company that's making it painfully clear that you're going to work this hours or you're going to do these extra things, that's absolutely fine because mm -hmm. that's the deal you agree to. But if you're working to one where it's very clear what you're doing but you're taking on a lot more and the narrative, well, it's for the sake of the company and we've just got to get through it and we'll hustle and we'll all feel better for it and it's a bit loose and unfixed, that's when things come undone and that's when people get exploited. Yeah, and ultimately that creates, you know, a really stressful environment where yeah. if, if employees don't you know, work up to that level that has yeah. been kind of expected, they can often feel inadequate if they're not adhering 100%. to those kind of, yeah. you know, those toxic tenets of the business. Yeah. Um, and as you say, I think there's a, there's a joint responsibility there, not only for the employer to ensure that there is, you know, a, a, a balance to the work life, yeah. um, if that's what is needed and that's what is asked for. So, you know, we've spoken about this numerous times on the podcast before. It's it's that yeah. balance of, of well-being and ensuring that, um, you know, you're getting what you need out of both work and life and that balance. Um, but also the responsibility of the employee to say yeah. or act upon that and say, this isn't the environment for me. Yeah. Um, you know, this isn't this isn't an industry or this isn't a, a, a company, an organization where I feel like I can grow and get what I want yeah. out of it. Um, because everybody has a different perception of how they want to work. As you say, there are those who want to get up at 4 a.m. They want to do the big kind of the rise and grind approach of, mm -hmm. of constantly working. And that's a passion. On the flip side, you have those that, you know, ultimately go to work to get paid. Yeah. You know, and there's that balance of they want to have their work so that they can nourish their yeah. life outside of work. Yeah. Um, and it's important for both employer and employee to recognise that. Yeah. So employees need to understand how that balance needs to be given within yeah. an organisation. But also an employee needs to feel empowered enough to be able to know when something's not working for them. Yeah. Um, and I think this hustle culture is a really, really perfect example of that. Social media has has been kind of a, a saint and a sinner in this. I think for the entrepreneurial side um, of, of our community, you know, 
it's been awe inspiring. You know, this is this is this is how successes have been gained from other people like me or, you know, in my industry. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, as I mentioned, there's also that risk of people feeling that sense of inadequacy. Yeah. For for not doing the same amount of work. That's a really good way of telling it. So I was just looking at like some kind of definitions here. So hustle culture is often defined as a core kind of belief to success um, that was solely attainable through relentless work, mm. sleepless nights, burning the midnight oil and that never-ending pursuit of productivity right this is an ethos gained by traction a hyper competitive world of business seeming into pretty much all industries now creating very successful uh, stressful environments because you're uh, striving for success and employees are made to feel inadequate because of these toxic traits now uh, one of the articles i was reading was saying actually well this kind of attitude is actually i think it, uh, it, it has come to life more and it's under the microscope and it's kind of on the way out generally across a lot of industries because um, people are seeing that we shouldn't really glorify overworking or burning the midnight oil and sacrificing your personal well-being. Yeah. So this is where I think it's a really an, in, an interesting debate because I agree that you shouldn't be in a position where you feel like you have to overwork to be successful. You shouldn't be in a position where you have to take personal or well-being sacrifices to be good at your job. If you, however, want to make a personal choice to do extra work or uh, for your own growth and your own development, that's great, but that's on your terms. In order to do the day-to-day business as usual, you shouldn't put your own personal well-being at risk. That is the role of an organization to make sure you have a significant or a suitable HR process or well-being mm-hmm. process in place. So to me, that's the line. I'm all for and I like I'm in a position in my career. I'm, you know, I've still got years ahead of me. I want to grow. I want to develop my role. Mm-hmm. We do things like this podcast, which is like on top of our normal work because yeah. we love it. We choose to do that because we're passionate about it Mm -hmm. and we want to do more things and we want to grow and Mm -hmm. we want to show. So we take that upon ourselves and that's our choice. In the same way that if I was to get up at 5 a.m., do a gym workout, do some yoga, have a nice breakfast, come into work, stretch, do a swim and then do my day's work or whatever, Mm -hmm. that would be my choice. And I think that's great. But if your expectation is that I've got very clear hours and I'm just going to get up and I'm going to go into that that Mm -hmm. is also absolutely fine Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be under pressure for doing and meeting expectation no I completely agree and I think it's it's not even just kind of social media pressures and work pressures but it can also be peer pressure that that culture can also be kind of encouraged and nourished from within you know, say that you have people on your team that come in 45 minutes to an hour early and yeah. and stay late. You know, it's it's so easy to feel those little micro pressures of thinking, oh, well, I'm going to have to do the same thing to be to be yeah. in a competitive position with well, we, them. We talked about that all about peer pressures in a yeah. previous episode as well. Haven't yeah. In terms of actually, do I have to go to lunch at the same time with everyone? Because if I don't, then, you know, am I not seen as part of the group? And will mm. I lose opportunities at work? That kind of stuff. Yes. Um, and I think it's... it's, it's <sighs> It is interesting to to see how um, perceptions of this are changing. And I think now there are more spaces where that education is there about what hustle culture means. Um, I also think it's become, unfortunately, a very stereotyped word in quite a bad way. Um, But how there are different organizations and different work types that can cater for people with different preferences Mm -hmm. so it isn't just a case of you know if if we're going sort of back 50 60 years ago 
you earned your hard graft yeah. and you came home with you know with your mm-hmm. with your kind of gyro at the end of the week um and that's very much where everything was centered around whereas now there are a lot more factors associated with what our lifestyle means yeah. and there are different different ways in which to to nourish that according to what your preferences are um and it's it, i think it's just really really important that that we as employers and we as employees are able to recognize that yeah um and yeah that also, balance is I so important if you're to me, if I was an employee and I was feeling like I had to put more and more and more and more hours in to do my job better to get the recognition that I wanted, I would also want to then reflect on that and ask the question, am I doing it the right way? Because mm. is it a power play to add 50 million extra hours to your work week and do all this stuff and kind of use that to leverage your position? Or is it a bigger power play to do all of this within your hours more productively and work smarter? Is that not the sign of a more productive employee that probably should take on more responsibility? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've just had a look on here of examples that both an employer and an employee can do mm-hmm. to ensure that that hustle culture mm-hmm. stays in a positive light and doesn't turn into okay. that, that kind yeah, of yeah. state of toxicity that, w- that we've spoken about. Yeah. So... Um, Effectively, I mean, it's saying some good points here. You know, why does why does this hustle culture even exist? As we've said, it's it's kind of behavioural psychology. Certainly, we've seen kind of more of it in it kind of on on social media and that sort of thing. But there's some good points here as to this is more actually this is more personally to the person, and I think this is more important. The first thing is is to start with awareness. Mm-hmm. So, why are you in this cycle of hustle culture? You know. Mm-hmm. It, it, are you feeling exhausted and depleted? Do you have no time in your life besides work? Yeah. That that awareness is kind of the first step. So as I mentioned, both from an employer and an employee, it's important to recognise what that means and if it's starting to happen. Yeah. The next step that it says is to acknowledge what is important to you. So have a rethink of what your goals are. Yeah. And are you honouring those goals with the yeah. work that you're doing? And I think, again, this is important because, like you said, everything comes down to a personal choice. If yeah. that person's choice is that they want rapid growth, mm-hmm. so that, you know, th- this this extensive amount of work that they're doing may actually exactly suit that. But yep. it's, it's important to understand the why, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. not just the what. Okay. It also says to define what your ideal day looks like. Yeah. Um, which actually, we'll be talking about that in a second because we've had some homework for our yeah. producer segment where we've been defining what our uh, hustle day looks like could be interesting um so you know understanding what your priorities are and how you look to achieve them on a day-to-day yeah. basis so scheduling in what's mandatory both for your work and for your well-being super important there's a there's a nice one here which i think is nice which is give your mind time to wander so give yourself opportunities to switch off this doesn't necessarily need to be a full, you know, hour-long mm. break. You know, like you might take at lunch, but even if it's just a five minutes to take a step away from your work, um, just to ensure that you're not going to get that burnout and, yeah. you know, you can take that step back. Um, and also to reward yourself. I think with hustle culture, it's built on the mantra that your hard work will someday pay off. So yeah. you have to keep going for now. 
But what it's suggesting here, which I think is really nice, and again, this is replicable for both employee and employer, is to break the cycle by creating boundaries in your schedule and reward yourself uh, with practices that will build your resilience and prevent burnout. So you've just done a good hour and a half of work, Andy. Go and get yourself a couple of malted milks from the biscuit jar. You've earned it. There's good stuff in that. So I... um there's some other things that talk about like journaling or kind of like uh, how you want when you're looking after kind of like your, your mental well-being at, at work or in, in your personal life as well and it's about setting like clear targets or uh, like at points of gratitude or acknowledgements of success and sometimes it's not trying to have like a big project it's just trying to go you know I achieved this today mm-hmm. and so and stuff like that is great like you know okay I, it might seem small but I set myself three clear targets of what I want to achieve from my work day and I did them that's an achievement because I didn't get railroaded over meetings. I didn't get uh, pushed into a different place there. I actually achieved what I set out to do. That's an achievement. Like these small, you know, yeah, it, it makes it, wins it, makes it manageable, but also yeah. it's up to you to determine what they are. Hmm. That could be that, you know, your objectives that you have in a day hmm. could be something that somebody, you know, wouldn't even dream of saying that they want to achieve in a day. Yeah. But the point is it's your personal limitations that you set for yourself and then you can manage your own expectations in yeah, terms yeah. of what you can achieve. Um, and the final point here before we move on is uh, both work hard and rest hard. So rather than treating self-care as a commodity that must be earned, uh, lead with self-love and compassion. So even take a mental health day if you need it. Um, I think this one, this one is super, super important. And I would, you know, we as a business would implore that for anybody under any working circumstance um and we as a business really push that importance of well-being and taking that time to have a break um because you deserve it yeah you know yeah cool all right then so in a nutshell hustle culture is not a terrible thing it might have some terrible connotations to the word yeah also equally if you took things like coasting like that's a very negative oh he's just coasting uh is coasting quite quitting is they it's not the same i think uh, you've got to kind of look behind these negative tones and go, well, actually, hustling means, okay, they're working hard, they're being proactive, they want to enable their growth, so they're taking their mm. own personal steps to do it. That's fine because that's their choice. Their company isn't forcing them to hustle outside their agreement. That's different. Coasting, however, well, actually, are they just meeting expectations and they're doing it on their terms because they don't have any aspiration for development? Mm-hmm. Is that okay with the business? If so, that's not a problem, but let's not make it a negative thing. No, and um, like, I think like we've said at, at the at the beginning, it's it's being clear and being mindful in your head of your why, yeah. your reason for why. Yeah. Why are your working patterns the way that they are? What are your goals? What do you want to achieve? Yeah, and, and set you, set and yourself yeah. your boundaries in accordance. And do you have with a that? clear agreement with your employer about that's the way that you want to work and that's what works for them? Exactly, that's the main thing in it. Cool. All right, then. Well, I think to end this one, we were set a producer segment task, uh, but uh, we were given homework this time. And we've had to come in with what we think is our perfect hustle day. Mm. Have you got yours ready? I think so. Do you want to take us through it? I think so. So, um, I mean, for me, just to not to make this personal for a quick second, um, but I'm halfway through my pregnancy at the moment. Um, so for me to talk about getting up early and trying to, you know, manage, manage something complicated in the day is quite tricky. Um, but if we're talking of myself in full health, um, my ideal kind of hustle day, um, would be, I'd get up at about six o'clock, 
Okay. 6 a.m. Yeah. Um, always have a breakfast. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So this is genuinely true. I mm. take 30 minutes every morning to sit and have breakfast. Nice. So I will step away from my phone. I'll step away from everything and I'll sit and eat breakfast. Okay. Um, because I'm a bit of a pig, but also... Yeah. It's just really important just you to come take in, that time you come in the morning. You work and have a second breakfast as well, though, don't you? Sometimes. Yeah. <coughs> I'm vulnerable, okay. Um, yeah, so I will always have my breakfast. Uh, just nice and slow, get ready. Yeah. Get into work. And my first step before I do anything is checking through all my emails and writing myself a task list for the day. What do yeah. I want to achieve today? Um, and then that, that just takes me through. I... Yeah. Always want to ensure that I've got my objectives for the day yeah. of what I want to achieve. Yeah. If I haven't achieved those, I'll have a 15-minute kind of decompression yeah. at the end of the day. Why wasn't this achieved? What can I do tomorrow to make that, you know, yeah. a bit better? Okay. How's your hustle day? That's my very hustle good. day. That's, that's, that's as much as I can do right it's now. It's very healthy and balanced. Do you want to hear mine? Oh, God. I've I'm not sure if I do. That I haven't taken this task as seriously as you. Do you want to hear my hustle day? I'm actually really looking forward to it. It's intense. Oh this God. is how I hustle, right? Every oh, he's day. got his book. He's Every got day. his book. Saturdays and Sundays included. Oh, no. Okay. Right? Go on. Ready. Wake up at 3 a.m. Right? Mm. Straight to the gym. <laughs> then do a swim. Weightlifting. Right? Then I eat two breakfasts. It's usually a whole ro loaf of brioche. Brioche? And half a pig, Right? I then do my third gym session. By this point, it's only 4.30 because it's half an hour gym sessions, clearly. Where right? are you getting this brioche and pig mm. from? I then do a five-mile run so I can watch the sunrise, but I like to beat the sun down the street because that's how <laughs> productive I am, right? Get home, change, shower, install a new shower, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Go online. <laughs> okay. Check my emails. Before I even get in, I do all my emails for the week, right? Okay. schedule them oh, wow. for the rest of the week to go out. So I don't even have to do the emails for the rest of the day. I'm just going to assume what people need to hear from me and I'll send it out, right? Emails done right. for the week, done. Clever, right? Get to work. Have breakfast, okay? What's this breakfast? Uh, whatever the canteen's offering. Okay. I don't mind. A lot of eggs. Yeah, all the eggs. Probably about 12 eggs. Yeah? Uh, yeah, not probably, yeah. All right, Gaston. Um, yeah, uh, mm. I will come up and down the work steps seven times. No okay. more, no less. Um, marginal gains. There's a science to it you don't understand. Um, uh, I'll have a stand-up meeting. Okay. Then I'll have a walking meeting. Okay. Then I'll have a unicycle meeting. It's something I'm working on, but I think it's going to break huh. some conventions, and I think I'm excited about that. No, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, then, basically, I synergize for about an hour and a half, um, and then it's lunchtime. Lunchtime, I skip. Um, what I actually tend to do is go into a dark room and scream while I write uh, notes about all the things that I want to achieve today. I okay. rip that out. I eat it. I've already accomplished all those things. So my afternoon is spent doing, uh, I'll have like a yoga meeting. Okay. Uh, and then I will, um, like I'll just, I like to have what I call like a smashing conventions meeting where I take all the people in our team and we write all our ideas on a box of eggs with a Sharpie and then we look at them all and then I throw them against the wall. You consume um, a lot of eggs in a day. Mm, yeah. Um, you must uh, stink. I finish by five because I'm strict on that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm finished. I've done all my yeah, hours, yeah. right? I go home. 
and I will um, start a petition for rescuing tigers. Well, that's or very. Any other, yeah, that's, very that's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then any any donations I get to that, I'll spend at the pub. Oh, so you're referring to the tiger beer? Yeah, actually, that works out quite well. So yeah, yeah. Um, drink probably till about eleven a.m. Stagger home there, probably one thirty. I've got lost on the way. Go to bed, up four three the next day. That's a Monday for for a brioche and pig. Mm. Well, you are busy. I'm really tired. And you find time to do this podcast. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it sounds like you have a great time. I'm yeah. really proud of you for that. Yeah. Well, every day I'm I hustling. Wanna, I want to mind a clean your smashing convention room, though. Yeah, I don't know where I made that up from. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, there you have it. That's Andy's hustle day. It's not, not 100% off. accurate, but it's along <laughs> the lines of what I would do. Went off on a bit of a tangent there, didn't I did, you, son? I, yeah. I, did you like how I used a book to kind of show what I was on about? I've, there's nothing in it. No, I saw. <laughs> yeah. I anyway, saw. Um, it's an interesting topic. Hopefully, um, it's piqued your interest. If you're a hustler, let us know. If you're not, that's fine. Uh, you wouldn't let us know anyway. Um, so we'll be here next week talking about all, all all the other topics that we've got to talk about for the rest of the year. I've been Andy. And I've been Emma. In a bit. Laters. Thank you.